One of the things that I stress is the importance of really looking into your past rather than your future when you're defining your online persona. You'll think, okay, who do I want to be? I want to be this big personality. I want to be whatever it is that you're projecting forward. And you build this online persona based on that. But that's where imposter syndrome comes up. You feel like you're falling behind. Who am I to do these things? And now you're increasing that level of anxiety that you're dealing with throughout this whole process. Have you ever considered the idea of getting on camera and building a brand around you, a personal brand? Maybe as a way to grow your business or attract new clients, or perhaps to launch something new, teach something you're passionate about, or impact on someone's life who you've yet to meet. If you answered yes to any of that, then let me ask you, what's holding you back? Fear? Uncertainty? Overwhelm? Something else? In this episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, we'll explore the idea of of a personal brand, the role that video plays, and how you can get started the right way with whatever video tools you already have. Let's do this. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy, as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos. Now let's get on with the show. G'day, my friend, and welcome back to the podcast. If you haven't done so yet, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode each and every week. Oh, and this is a cracking episode for you today, and I can't wait to dive right in. But before we do, a quick shout out to my American listeners and a happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope you enjoyed an awesome holiday with as many family and friends as you're currently allowed to hang out with, depending on where you are in the world right now. And me? Well, I've just ticked over my 40th birthday last week. So our weekend down here in Australia was filled with the feeling of summer in the air and lots of time in the swimming pool with the kids. It's really starting to heat up and I love this time of year down here. Anyway, wherever you're listening from, I'm thankful for you and I hope you're doing well. Okay, so let's talk about personal branding and video. In this week's podcast episode, I'll be bringing you my interview with video marketing expert and YouTuber, Amanda Horvath, who you may remember was previously a guest on the show all the way back in episode 98. But in today's show, Amanda is going to lay out a step-by-step roadmap for building your personal brand with video to overcome resistance and overcome fear so that you can launch your online presence in 2021. Now, Amanda is 100% living proof of the power in what she'll be sharing today. As I've followed her own personal brand journey through her video strategy over the last couple of years, and it's been phenomenal to watch. I know you know it, video is an incredibly powerful tool to build connection on a human level. And when we combine this with the reality that business is built on people, buying from people, and the power of establishing a personal brand through video, it just becomes incredibly clear. So my question to you, as I asked at the top of the show, is are you considering establishing your personal brand more 
through video next year or into the future? If so, or even if you have a vague inkling that you could be interested in doing this, then this episode is for you. And I'd love for you to stick around to the end because we have an awesome opportunity to dive deeper into these concepts to share with you, but we'll share information about that at the end of today's show. Okay, so let's jump right in to my interview with Amanda Horvath. Amanda Horvath, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Stoked to be here. Another convo. Yeah, so you were last on the Engage Video Marketing Podcast back in episode 98, uh, which was, I looked this up just before we jumped on the call here, which is June 2019. So time's flown by and a lot has happened both in in your business, your brand, um, and also in the world, <laughs> to say the least, in that period of time. Um, but yeah, look, I'm excited to kind of dive back in with you and, and really find out what you're up to now. So for people that didn't listen to episode 98, I do encourage them to go back and, and listen to more of Amanda's story there. But can you just give us a, a brief rundown on who are you and what do you do today, Amanda? Absolutely. So yeah, it's crazy that that was June 2019. It's wild to think about where I was then versus now. So I ran a video marketing company for five years where I was actually behind the camera shooting and editing videos for clients. And during that time, got to really get got get insight into the fact that very few people know what they're doing when it comes to video, as you know. And that there's a big opportunity because of that. Everyone is starting at the same place. And that's because it's a brand new thing. So I was working with these really big clients. And as I was working with them, I noticed, okay, well, they're, if they're still starting out and they're still struggling at this stage, what would happen if I actually step in front of the camera and started building my brand while they're still trying to figure it out? Yeah. So in June, 2018, I stepped in front of the camera and started building my own YouTube channel. And now it's been two and a half years today, actually, since I started that. And the journey has been life transformational, to say the least. Yeah, cool. So take us back to where, where you were in your personal brand, uh, in your video channel, like in YouTube specifically, uh, at the start of this. Were you starting from, from zero at that stage in June 2018? I was starting from absolute scratch. I had zero online presence. I spent all my time building everyone else's brand instead of building my own, which, you know, service providers, you know what that's like. It is burnout mode. You're constantly dealing with clients and working on that stuff. So yeah, total scratch. And what, at that stage, what was your, what was your goal? What were you trying to achieve? Like, did you have a, a plan, a plan in place? Like by starting showing up on video, where were you hoping that that would take you or your business at that stage? So when I was first starting out, I was really in terms of getting in front of the camera, I I've always been really good at forecasting trends of what's going to happen. And it, to a certain extent, I live in, I live in the future, right? Constantly looking at where things are going and how they're changing. And at the time, 
video was getting better and better with each new iPhone that came out, right? And it got to the point where clients were paying me thousands of dollars to create super simple talking head videos because that's, it seems like whenever you're doing this as a career, that's often the videos that people need. And those are the videos that get the highest ROI. But you shouldn't have to pay thousands of dollars for these simple talking head videos. So I decided to take a step back, to step, create a little bit of space in my life away from client work and start solving this problem of how can business owners create high quality videos on their own without breaking the bank or taking up tons of their time. So at the time, I wasn't entirely sure how to do it because... As you know, video takes so much time and someone's got to pay, get paid to do it. So how do you make it a sustainable system? So that was really my goal when I was first starting out. And I said, if I can't do this, who can? Yeah, yeah. And now uh, just paint a picture of kind of where you are today, just to give our listeners a sense of that journey over now two and a half years. Where are you in your personal brand and and your video journey now? Absolutely. So I was creating videos while or creating videos for clients while also building my own for about a year before I decided to entirely step away from client work. So in, I believe it was April, 2019, I said no more client work. And I focused a hundred percent of my effort on building an online course that would help people create high quality videos on their own without breaking the bank or taking up tons of their time. So I created that for all of 2019, went through the depth of despair as I was creating a course, not knowing if it was going to work, having said goodbye to revenue that was my past five years of survival mode, right? Uh, And in January of 2020, I did my first course launch and have done two now. I did another one in May and I'm coming up on my third one as well. So fully in the online course business, I've stepped completely away from client work and I'm really dedicated to helping business owners determine how to use video to grow their brands and do it in an efficient way. And I've loved watching you grow your brand through video and particularly YouTube as well. And the the growth of your YouTube channel has just been awesome to see. So I think I was checking just before we jumped on here, you're just shy on, I think, 29,000 subscribers, give or take. You're right. probably at 30,000 soon. But, you know, I mean, that's that's yeah, awesome just so to crazy. see from zero to, you know, now nearing on 30,000 subscribers there. And obviously just that just keeps on going, right? So, you know, okay, cool. We've I think we've, we've established, you know, who you are and, and the value that you can provide people in helping them you know, really start from scratch with video and, and build something that is sustainable and is going to make a difference in their lives and their business. So I want to just pick your brains now about, about how you help those people. Because I think, you know, when you're at the scratch stage, when you're right at the start, there are a lot of fears, right? There are a lot of barriers, I think, to taking that first action and doing that first video What's the most common that you kind of see or whether it's something you felt yourself or now that you've been working with people do this, like what's holding people back? There's so much resistance that comes with video. Like even today I was filming Facebook ads, right? For 
you know, my own Facebook ads and the resistance that pops up even for me after years and years of doing this is so very real. And so I think that when you're first getting started with video, you hit that resistance, whether it's being anxious on camera, the technical side of video or writing the scripts, right? And you feel like it's you that can't push through this because of lack of skill or something like that. But in reality, it's kind of part of the natural process. And by pushing through that resistance, you end up growing so much. But I think, so I think resistance across the board is a major sticking point. But if I had to choose one, fear of getting on camera yeah. would be it. Let's <laughs> unpack that a bit because my own journey, you know, I, very similar to you, I'd for years had been creating content for other people behind the camera, right? Not in front of the camera. And, you know, yep. prior to starting my video production business, I was, I was a teacher, a, a drama teacher. So, you know, I was kind of, I had that, uh, that background of presentation of, of speaking, speaking in front of crowds, you know, crowds of teenagers effectively, which is pretty scary. And I, you know, I definitely, <laughs> I did not a, know that <laughs> in your background. That's you so go. fun. <laughs> there you go. A new little bit of information, but you know, I think <clears throat> it's very different being on camera yourself. Like even if you are used to speaking in front of a room full of people or, uh, you know, holding meetings or whatever it may be in your professional or personal life, the act of getting on cameras is still scary. Why do you think that is it's for so people? so scary. I think that as humans, we have a physiological response to being on camera because it's, we, in some ways, we're not supposed to be seen. So if you go back to caveman days, right? If you're seen, then you're vulnerable for attack. Mm -hmm. And I think that that, that triggers that physiological fear that we have whenever we step in front of the camera our heart starts beating super fast. It's that same feeling of stage fright that does pop up. And it's really all about learning how to transform that fear rather than living in it and knowing that it's okay for those emotions to be coming up so that you don't trigger this spiraling down of this negative emotions that only create more and more anxiety as you're going about this process of filming videos. Yeah. That, that's a really interesting way to look at it. I've never really thought about it like that. I think there's, there's also yeah. part of this fear of being on camera is often um, the idea that people just feel that they, they don't like the way that they, they look or they don't like the way they sound or they're overly critical of themselves. So you know, what do you say to that? So in some ways, it's kind of funny. I think that our faults end up being our greatest assets a lot of times and because people will relate to you with it and because everyone wants the opportunity to have downfalls and everyone is showing up so perfectly online. So if you show up and you have something that you're insecure about, but you show up with security despite that flaw or with confidence, despite that flaw, then you're going to make such a massive impact to the person that is watching you. And people are going to really respect you for it. Yeah. So I think that's like, it's, it's like giving your, in order for you to be confident on camera or for you to show up, like it starts inside yourself yeah. and really looking at those, those limiting beliefs that are really holding you back. 
I love that. I love that idea that it's not about, it's not really about you. Like when you're starting to create videos, it's about the people that you want to watch these videos. You're making videos for someone, right? And I think that's really important to get clear on when you're starting out. So, so let's talk about that. How do you help people, you know, understand their, their why, but also how that feeds into what they're going to actually say on video? Yeah. So one of the things that I stress is the importance of really looking into your past rather than your future when you're defining your online persona. And this is something that happens a lot. Like you'll think, okay, who do I want to be? I want to be this big personality. I want to be whatever it is that you're projecting forward. And you build this online persona based on that. But that's where imposter syndrome comes up. You feel like you're falling behind. You don't know exactly, you know, like you don't reach up to that. Who am I to do these things? And now you're increasing that level of anxiety that you're dealing with throughout this whole process. So I think overall, like eliminating anxiety from the process is my focus. So when you look to the past and you look at the patterns that have continuously popped up in your past, so let's say, you do a couple of journaling exercises and you ask yourself, like, what are the areas of interest that I've enjoyed throughout my life? What are the lessons that I've learned throughout my business? When you do the work and you journal and figure that out, you're going to recognize these core principles of who you are. And if you base your online persona on those core principles, you're going to have so much less anxiety moving forward and so much more clarity about how to show up online so that your online presence actually reflects who you are versus it being this projection, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's, uh, that's really valuable. I'm interested to hear from you, you know, when and, and who is right to kind of build a personal brand and show up on video in this way. And, you know, is it a case of, like you say, they're kind of looking inwards to work out what you're, what you're going to bring to the world, or is it a case of, you know, looking at what you're doing in the world and what's, what your business is, and then just figuring out how you put yourself in front of your business. And do you understand what I'm saying? Like the idea of a personal Absolutely. brand is scary to people. Um, and maybe some people are you know, thinking of building a personal brand and using video to start a new venture to a new thing, or, you know, is it something that you can use to, to, to build or, or better grow your existing thing? Can you talk to that? Absolutely. I think that that's one of the areas that people struggle with a lot. Do I do something for my business or do I do it just as like this personal brand thing on the side? Right. And it's, I believe that first and foremost, a personal brand these days, everyone has a personal brand, whether you think you have one or not, Google is creating it for you. If you're not creating it yourself, right? Yeah. When was the last time you typed your name into Google? What is popping up? That's currently your personal brand. And if your social media presence doesn't look great and you know, you haven't curated that for yourself, then it's not going to reflect well upon you and you're going to be missing out on leads, missing out on different opportunities, speaking opportunities, podcast, whatever it is, you're leaving money on the table by going that route. So I think just to start off, I think anyone in today's 
If you're planning to work for the next 20 years, you could benefit from having a personal brand. Yeah. And even I'll just, I, know- I was just going to say, even if you're, even if you're, you know, thinking about career progression, even if you're not an entrepreneur yes. or starting your own business or growing your own business, um, just the idea of your personal brand is your, is your CV, is your resume these days as well, right? Exactly. It is 100% your online resume these days. Now, having said all that, I know that not everyone is made to have a personal brand. Like not people are going to hear that and they're going to think, okay, well, yeah, not for me. But the people I think, and I'd be curious to hear if you've experienced this in your exploration, talking to everyone too. There is a part of the population that has this voice that is saying, you should do video. You should do video. And no matter how many times they ignore that voice, whether it's two years, three years, 10 years, I've heard people say, I've ignored this voice for 10 years. I believe that those are the people that really should consider stepping up and starting to build their personal brand. Because personally, I believe that that is a call to adventure that is essentially telling you to step up and that you're going to make a really, a really big impact in the world and you can't do it without video. And if you just start taking the steps, it will start guiding where you should go. Whether that is a career change or a new business venture or helping your current business, whatever it is. Yeah. It's a journey. I I absolutely feel that. And I think, you know, you would agree with me that it's not for everyone. You know, I I don't think that everyone in the world, like we're not going to get on this podcast and say to everyone, everybody needs to be building a personal brand using video or building a personal Mm -hmm. brand. That's not the case. I think everyone listening would agree with that. But what you said there, I think was critical is that if you've ever had that inkling, if you've ever had that thought, maybe you've been watching a video on YouTube or seeing someone else doing something that you admire and you're like, you know, I think I could do that or I've got something to say or maybe I should do something like that. If you've ever thought that, then you need to take action. Yeah. And your life will entirely change like in the best way possible by taking that action because once again it's like you're breaking down limiting beliefs that you didn't even know that you had when you go on this journey of starting to produce videos whether that's starting to be consistent for the first time in your entire life on something (laughs) right a lot of people struggle with that with consistency online whether it's breaking through that fear of how you look on camera or how you feel or the imposter syndrome when you start breaking down these individual things everything else in your life starts to unravel and because you're doing it so publicly other people see the change within you and that's what makes a personal brand so incredibly valuable. Okay. Awesome. So let's get into some tactical stuff here because I'm interested to explore what you think the first steps should be. Is it just a matter of pulling out your, your iPhone or your smartphone and saying something on camera or, you know, is there some steps before filming your first video? Where do people start? So I really think that exercise of looking to your past and in starting on paper, don't put pressure on yourself to have an amazing video tomorrow, right? Like whenever I was running a video company and I'm sure you get this too, Ben, what's your, 
what's your deadline on this video? Yesterday. That was yeah. the deadline. Like we need this yesterday. So we need to create it ASAP, right? Do not do that to yourself. If you are just getting started in video, you're once again, adding way too much pressure to your life, way too much anxiety. So I think first and foremost, slow down, take some time to journal build space in your life. I think that so many business owners, whenever we are working, we're go, 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 go. And we don't have time to like stop and be like, what is life? Who am I? Where am I going? So take some time to do that. I think that's hands down the first step and so many people skip it. Yeah. Cool. So we've done that. And then, you know, how do we go about getting our first video up and out? And how does that... How does that happen? Absolutely. Yeah. So the next step from there is I definitely recommend using your phone. Phones are incredible these days. That is why I ended up transitioning in my career is because I saw that these things are filming amazing video. Like the iPhone that just came out, the iPhone 12 Pro, it is innovating at a whole nother level with the way that the technology is working. Yeah. So there's no reason to hold yourself back by thinking that you need a really high quality camera. And now I know some of you are probably out there thinking, okay, well, I do need a professional looking camera because my brand has a certain aesthetic and I need to match that aesthetic. But you can do that with your graphics, with your editing. You, it's The video is nothing but the raw footage. So use your phone, let go of the resistance there. Yeah. So is there, then, anything, is there anything you'd recommend yeah, to it. kind of up the quality that you get from your phone? Absolutely. So your, every, your phone can shoot in 4k. And so if let's say you're using an iPhone, I'm sorry, Android users out there that always complain that everyone uses, talks about the iPhone more than yours, but you, I'm sure with the and a lot of Android phones, you can do this too, but just go to the settings of your phone and change it to 4k. I recommend doing 24 frames per second. And that is, it looks incredible. So that's the first step. The second one is light lighting. So this would be like just really understanding the process of what makes a video look good. Great lighting is better with a bad camera uh, compared to like a really great camera with crappy lighting, let's say, because of the way that cameras work. It needs light. So whether this is you being in front of a window, face on, you don't want it coming from the side, or if you want to get really affordable lights, then you can totally do that too for like $60 off Amazon. I do not recommend diva lights. Everyone asks me about that. Skip the diva ring. It's way too harsh light and it's you not going ring, to regulate. Ring lights, is that what you refer the to ring as a lights. diva? Yeah. <laughs> not heard them called a diva <laughs> yeah. light before, but I like it. I think actually a diva light might be one of the brands. It might be like a Kleenex oh, yeah. type situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But so yeah. no ring lights. We'll stay away from those. I agree with you on that, by the way. And what about yeah. sound? So for sound, if you need to get started ASAP, the iPhone's not bad for audio if you're just doing a quick video. However, you can optimize it really simply by just getting a very affordable microphone off Amazon. I have a review on my channel, actually, that um, if you just type in like, best mic for your iPhone, my face is going to pop up on Google or on YouTube. And you can watch that video for 
top recommendations there. Um, but you don't need to overthink it. You can get a setup for really like ask if you want to do this, ask for Christmas for these items and you can make it happen. So I think that's the second step is do not overcomplicate the gear situation. Just get all the proper gear. Cool. Look, I don't want to focus too much right now on the, on the technical, how to make a video kind of stuff. I'm, I'm really more interested to, to dive into, to the process, the workflow, the actual, you know, how do you do this consistently though? Right. Because it, it's all well and good kind of making a video going through all these processes mm -hmm. and getting some gear and, you know, whatever. But if you're not doing it consistently, then it's, it's not going to work for you. Am I right with that? Absolutely. So you need to focus on getting a sustainable system in place. And so this is really what my focus has been over the last two and a half years is how do you create that sustainable system that is going to allow you to be able to produce videos without becoming a full-time content creator. Yeah. So the trick there is really batch recording and sitting down once per month and filming your videos um, in one sitting. So film four to five videos in one sitting if you're doing it for YouTube or maybe a little bit more if you're doing it for like Instagram or LinkedIn. You could do shorter form video content. Um, and if you really want to take things and do it to, in the fastest way possible, the DIY video roadmap is for you. <laughs> My <laughs> online course, because for sure. So cool. we'll, we'll, we'll share more about there. <laughs> we'll Just drop that, drop that out there. Look, we'll um, share more about that and how people can learn more about that um, towards the end of the episode. But yeah, I mean, definitely just having a process, having a workflow, having a plan you can follow so that you're not scratching around every week or, you know, every month to kind of figure out what am I going to do now next? Right. So I think that's, that's critical and important to get that structure in place and Amanda Absolutely. can help you do that. But uh, I'm interested to know when you do get started from scratch, as we're talking about here today, I think you can get a burst of enthusiasm and energy and, you know, you, you get your plan in place, you do your journaling, you're excited to get started, put your first videos out. Maybe you've, done your first batch of videos and things are great, but then you put it out there and you're just not getting maybe the views that you expected or people aren't mm -hmm. like becoming, you know, raving fans and sending you emails of congratulation every day for thank you for those videos. So maybe you start to feel deflated, right, and lose motivation. When do Absolutely. you get traction and how do you keep motivation? So it's really important to recognize that when you're first getting started, you're going to be posting videos and people may not be engaging, but they are actually seeing your videos. So having a constant reminder that they are indeed seeing your videos and looking for other ways that it might be showing up, like what other results are there besides likes, views, comments, right? Don't use that as the metric. I would say actually focusing purely on consistency at the beginning and focusing just on you taking the action and making it happen and knowing that it is really uncomfortable when you're putting yourself out there and you're not getting validation, knowing that it's okay. Like learn to live in that. But one trick that you could do to, to kind of speed up the process is that every time you post a video, 
ask your friends, your family, like hit people up, make them aware that you're going to do this on a consistent basis and have them go like and comment on the post yeah. or join some sort of engagement group where they can do that with you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I think it really does require, I don't like this word, but the, you know, the hustle at the start, you got to, you know, get out there and not just expect that you put your videos out there and everyone will come flocking to them. It's your job to push them out there, you know, put them into mm. relevant f Facebook groups, for example, or, you know, just even if you don't have an email list, like email them to people who you think might be interested in it, who are in your network in some way, just one-on-one -on -one email, just like, Hey, Amanda, I, you know, I just shot this video and I know it's something that you were thinking about the other day. So I thought you might be interested to check it out. You know, just do those, yeah. do those, uh, slow actions or those, those direct actions that aren't necessarily scalable, but you know, I think you need, it's your job to do that, um, in the early days. And I think that that's just a great practice in general, because it will make you in a way do a check, like a gut check. It's like, is the content that I'm producing actually helpful to real people? Not yeah. this conceptual concept of someone. Like if you're going to directly email a video that you just created to a client, then like make it for that client, make it for your friend, talk to a general audience, but make it for someone that you're actually have in mind. Yeah. That's a super important point because if you're, if you're feeling like, oh, look, I don't want to send this to someone, you know, it's going to feel spammy you know, then it, you know, look at the content, look at what you've actually created a video about. And if it's, if it's not going to provide value to the person that you intend to watch it, you probably need to go back to the drawing board there, I think. So I think that's super important thing that you mentioned there. Okay. So I want to talk about some ways that you see people get this wrong. So maybe they go into starting to create videos um, and putting videos out there with good intentions and, you know, they're enthusiastic and they're ho hoping it's going to work for them. Where are the common mistakes or are there some common mistakes that you can unpack for us? Yeah. And I hate to beat a dead horse here. Uh, I wish there was a more positive phrase for that. <laughs> I'm sure there is somewhere out there, but the biggest, the absolute biggest mistake is that people fail or people stop posting before they actually get traction. So video it's at first, like it's definitely that exponential curve. You're going to not see results for a little bit of time and that's just to be expected. But if you quit before, you're not going to be able to really get to where you're, you're going. So it's really, really important for you to stay the course and actually make it happen, uh, continuously. Yeah. So that's definitely the biggest mistake. Yeah, I, I agree. And even in my own, my own experience, my own journey, like I, I think a good piece of advice is don't pay too much attention to the stats, you know, the view count and so on in the early stages. Think of it more like you're exercising a muscle of just being consistent and getting better at videos. And, you know, it's like, you, you know, if you get motivated to go and join a gym, you know, if you're, if you're unfit and unwell, you're, you probably aren't going to see massive changes in the, in the first period of time. But if you don't keep taking action, then you're not going to get better. And you know, the, the internal work isn't being done before you see the external results. Right. So I think that that's a super important thing to, to recognize. You've got to be doing it for, for yourself as much as for your audience in the early stages, I think. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Cool. That's such a good line. 
It's so true. You can have that one. I'll give that to you. And it's, <laughs> I think this is why your why is so important too. Like if you don't have a strong enough why to be doing this, if you don't see why you're doing it, where, where it's going to take you, then why would you do it for yourself? Right. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah. Stressing that too. Yeah. Super important. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So, you know, I know you share, you're going to be sharing a lot more information about this as well and, and, and diving deeper into some really practical and tactical tools and techniques that people can use if they're, if they have that niggling idea that, you know, maybe I should be doing something with video and, and maybe I should be putting myself out there more as we've talked about in this episode. So can you tell us a little bit about your, your upcoming webinar and, and what, what people are going to learn or, or what you're going to share in that? Yeah. So we'll be diving into a lot of the same topics that we've covered in this, but in a deeper format and in a very step-by-step -step fashion so that you can genuinely launch your online presence in 2021 with confidence and become the go-to expert within your niche. So we'll be covering how to actually start before you're ready, what to do when no one's watching and everything from how to build that sustainable system so that you can stay consistent and really make it happen for yourself. Yeah, it's awesome. And I, I encourage people, you know, obviously, to, to jump on the webinar. But in the meantime, I encourage people to go and, go and check out Amanda on YouTube and, and just get a sense of her, her style of communicating. Because, you know, I think one of your superpowers, Amanda, is the ability to just make things accessible and, and understandable for people and to provide them with the confidence that they can do it. I think that's something that comes through in, in your YouTube content as well. And I'm sure it'll come through in your, in your webinar as well. So, um, so for people who want to jump in on that webinar, they can go to engagevideomarketing.com slash DIY. That's um, a link that I've set up that will just take you straight through to where you can find out more information about Amanda's webinar. And you, you're doing this on a few, at a few different times. Yeah. Can you give us the, just the dates at least. So if people are listening to this, they know kind of whether they've missed out or whether they still have time to jump in. Absolutely. So we are doing a total of four and I say we, I am doing a total of four. Collectively. <laughs> December 9th. Yeah, exactly. December 9th, I'll be doing it too, just for different time zones so that you can for sure hit it no matter where you are in the world. And then I'll be doing another two on December 16th. So it's going to be so much fun. And I really hope that you can join. Fantastic. If you are listening to this episode and you've, and you've missed those dates of December 9th and 16th of 2020, then still head over to engagevideomarketing.com slash DIY and it'll point you to something awesome that Amanda's got going on, whatever time it is that you actually do that. So Amanda, thank you for coming on again and, and sharing both your story, but also I think some important motivation and inspiration, but also some mindset shifts I think that people need to take around the idea of putting themselves out there and building a brand from scratch using video. I really appreciate what you've shared today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Amanda. And as mentioned at the end there, there's a couple of super valuable opportunities to dive deeper into these ideas and concepts further. And of course, to get fully actionable tips and inspiration to help you launch your personal brand with video in 2021. 
As of the time of this recording, Amanda is hosting a free video class next week on the 9th of December, 2020, where she'll be covering how to double your business in 2021, the proven path to maximize revenue and impact using DIY video marketing. If that doesn't sound like a valuable masterclass, then I don't know what is. So if anything we discussed today sparked ideas for you, then I believe you simply have to be there at this free video class. You can find out more about the class by visiting engagevideomarketing.com slash DIY. Register your seat there and do it now so that you don't miss out. The link again is engagevideomarketing.com slash DIY. I know Amanda's going to bring so much value to this class, so I can't wait to jump in myself and check it out. Once again, head on to engagevideomarketing.com slash DIY. Register your seat. Do it now. So I appreciate you for listening and for being a part of the Engage Video Marketing community. As always, don't be a stranger. Join me in my DMs and let's connect. I love chatting with people listening to this show out there in the world. And I'll see you next week on another interview show of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast where I'll be bringing back another expert guest to share more about their story and to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective video marketing. Bye for now.